Hey folks, this is Hal Shirtliff from Camp Constitution. And last week I learned about a documentary entitled The Fall of Minneapolis. And I'm going to use the screen share to bring it up the website of the entity. Here we go. Uh, the lady who produced the documentary is uh, Liz Pollan. And Liz was a journalist, investigative reporter or journalist in Minneapolis. And she lost her job over reporting on the George Floyd uh, issue back in 2020. And she wrote a book, and the book, here, me scroll down a little bit, which I've not read, by the way. The book is called they, They're Lying, and it's called the um, Setting the Record Straight Based on Conversations with Those Who Were There, including Derek Chauvin, Thomas Lane, and other Minneapolis police officers who were never never spoken up before. Liz exposed the facts, manipulated to dupe and divide America. And so um, I saw, I believe it was Newsmax, and uh, the same day, this within a, a short time, I think I saw her interviewed on Fox News as well. I can't remember which show. And I think I heard her on a radio show, a local a Boston area radio show. Now, uh, back in 2020, prior to the George Floyd death, uh, it was interesting. The The lockdown was uh, sort of, the, the mask mandates were, were, I think, issued in early May by most governors, uh, mostly left-wing governors around the country, and Minnesota, of course, being one of them. And I rem remember hearing about the, the heroic first responders, the police, there was goodwill, um, the police were heroes. They were responding to this. They were doing a great job. They were helping people, et cetera, et cetera. Then a switch went off. Okay, time to pull the switch. And overnight, the police all over the country were evil and bad. And every single policeman, especially if he was a white policeman, was somehow responsible for George Floyd's death. Uh, I recall, I vividly recall, I, I used to live in West Roxbury, a section of Boston, uh, from and in fact, a lot of policemen live in West Roxbury. And what happened was, uh, it was on the main road, and uh, there was a police cruiser in front of me. And the light, uh, the it was a guy that crossed the street and stopped the light when it's green, and he just stopped and right in front of the police and just giving the cops a bad look. And the cops were very, uh, okay, you know, you made your point now, move along. They didn't get out, didn't say anything to him. But the jerk was there for about two or three minutes holding traffic up. I thought something's really wrong with people, the way that this brainwashing is so prevalent. Mayors across the country, governors across the country, they were telling us we can't go out, we can't go to church, we can't go to the grocery store unless you wear a mask and wait in long lines and stay six feet apart, etc. But if you want to go out and protest, you're welcome to. Uh, then they started uh, passing this, uh, this city of Boston was one about over a hundred cities that said that racism was a medical health issue in the city of Boston. Ironically, the city of Boston hasn't had a, uh, a Republican mayor since the early thirties. So I guess it was a Democrat and it was all, all these Democrat cities and the rioting broke out. We were told uh, there was one particular report, and you'll see a clip of that in this uh, documentary, The Fall of Minneapolis. You'd see a um, reporter saying, the protests have been mainly peaceful in the background of building. Our buildings are burning. <clears throat> Dozens of people were killed, and most of whom were black, by the way, killed by other blacks. 
uh, I know there was a, uh, I think it was a Wendy's in Georgia near Atlanta or in Atlanta uh, where there was an incident and the guy came back and burned the place to the ground. Um, he ran over a, a little, a couple little black children, I think killed them if I'm not mistaken. It was just ugly. And I've never seen so much cowardice. Corporate America, I remember getting all these emails Black Lives Matter. We have to support black. You can't ever even say white lives matter. You can't say all lives matter. People are losing their jobs. And it just went on and on. It was just a tough time. Uh, all of these people were turning on America. Sports athletes were. And, when, uh, and most people saw what they thought was this police officer, Derek Chauvin, kneeling on Floyd's neck. Now, most of America did not see a lot of the footage, which was denied even in the court, as this documentary points out. And at, at, a, at a particular glance, it looked like this guy had his, uh, Derek uh, Chauvin, had his uh, knee on the neck. Uh, but at other angles, it looked like the knee was not on the neck. It was close to the neck, but not on the neck. The first autopsy said that uh, he died of fentanyl overdose. He had... Um, he had hypertension. He had uh, one of his arteries was was uh, messed up, blocked, and um, and he didn't die of asphyxiation. And then the the family said, "We're going to do our own." Oh yeah, he died of asphyxiation. It's obvious. So, so the one the autopsy that the family paid for was the one that was used. And then the three ple other police officers uh, involved in the call were all went to jail for an accessory to the second degree murder, second degree murder. Now, the policeman that was the initial policeman on the spot, he was a convenience store, and uh, Floyd was passing uh, some bad money, counterfeit money. Uh, it was obviously, obviously because the store clerk called. And Floyd uh, was, I believe, parked across the street. So the cruiser shows up across the street, and he did use some bad language. He probably shouldn't have done that. He used the F word and all that, but he shouldn't have done that. The police officer was half black. We didn't know that either. I just found this out. White mother, black father. Why wasn't he considered a? Uh, why was he considered a white cop? Obama has a white mother and a black father. He's not called a white president. You know, uh, our vice president uh, Harris, who by the way raised money or helped to raise money for the Minneapolis uh, rioters. One of which was was paroled. And then uh, were bailed out and went out and murdered somebody. Uh, she has a mother is from India, and the father is from the Caribbean, and she's considered a black vice president, not an Indian vice president. But anyway, and there was another uh, policeman who was uh, Asian, a, a member of the Hmong community, H M O N G community, and uh, some of us heard about that, but it didn't seem to make any difference. And even if the officer Chauvin was um, was guilty of manslaughter or acting inappropriately. There was absolutely no evidence to suggest he had any racial motive. It's not like he woke up living in the, one of the most left-wing cities in the country. He said, "I want to do some damage to a black man today. That's what I'm. That's what I live for." But nevertheless, it was a the, the narrative was a racist white cop murdered this poor deer of a man. Now, it's a shame that he died. He shouldn't have died. But if you look at all the footage, a lot of it was denied 
there's a guy on trial basically for his life and evidence was not allowed to be brought in. Uh, the judge, of course, being a leftist Democrat, wanted this guy to fall. Uh, I remember uh, the O'Reilly factor. That's um, the Bill O'Reilly, the former of Fox News. And he he reported that, yeah, somebody, he has to go down. It's too bad. But he, in other words, we have to placate the mob. Whether he's innocent or guilty is irrelevant. He needs to be found guilty and go to jail for the rest of his life, if not you know, for many years, if not the rest of his life. That will nothing short of a conviction will placate the mob. They still won't be placated, but temporarily they'll be placated. Uh, you had elected officials demanding a, um, a, 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 a guilty verdict, just like they did with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse going to the courthouse, outside the courthouse, demanding a judgment. That is not what America is supposed to be about. Okay, whether you like the guy or not, you look at the facts and uh, all the facts, all the evidence, and a lot of it was denied. Um, and one of the things was this uh, this police chief who lied, according to Ch Chauvin's mother. She said, "I and she's in she's in this documentary." She said, "I have Derek's training manual," and she had the page number, and, the, and it actually shows what he did uh, was was a a method of keeping people secure, and it was approved. And uh, they had another man that's who had, he was retired. And he was able to speak out. He said, I arrested Floyd a year before and Floyd, some of the same things. He said, oh, uh, he said, you know, don't shoot me, guys. I'm not going to shoot you. And, and incidentally, the, the first officer on the scene, uh, Floyd was uh, not cooperative. He get, put him in cuffs and Floyd was he knew that and he obviously seemed to be high. It's, he was on drugs or on something. And he, he said, I'm claustrophobic. He said, he mentioned his mother that he was, she was still around. She had died two years sooner. He said, I last time I was arrested, I was shot at. He was never shot at. That's a lie. And he asked, he said, I can't breathe while he was, they were trying to get him in the cruiser. And there were people, there was one bystander that said, get George, get in the cruiser, cooperate with him. And he refused to, he wanted to get on the ground. They put him on the ground. He's kicking people. They were his cuff, but he's kicking. He, uh, so, and then, and then Derek was the one that actually put his knee uh, on the, his back, and waited. They and they called. They called nine one. I'm sorry. They called an ambulance. Now the ambulance took a long time to come, and that was not the fault of. Uh, and then by the time you know the time they put an ambulance, he was dead on arrival. And again, it was racist white cop uh, did this, and uh, and this caused so much damage and defund the police. And the cowardly mayor of Minneapolis uh, catered to the mob. The cowardly mayor of Boston, Mayor Marty Walsh, uh, deferred to the mob, uh, defund the police. And it was hap happening in all these cities around the country. And now the crime rate is off the chart. And actually in this documentary, in fact, on the website, uh, which, by the way, it's a, the, the documentary is available free of charge. There is no fee. But here I wanted to show the crime statistics here. Here was, uh, and by the way, I've been to Minneapolis. I used to go out there maybe once every two months for a couple of years, for at least a year. So I had five, maybe five trips out there in, in, in the general area. And I was never a big fan of Minneapolis. I preferred St. Paul. It's a little sister city on the other side of the Mississippi. Uh, but you know, here was 2019, gunshot wound victims, 266. 2020, it, went, it, it, it doubled on over 100%. 
And, and then 21, it was even higher. What was happening is that a lot of the police officers were retiring early. Some of them just quit or they trans they just left and went to police station, the police departments where the cities or towns don't hate the police. Uh, and then in uh, 2022, it went down a little bit. Carjackings, 101 uh, in 19. And it, it almost went up 300%, 300 to 388 in 2020. And now 2021, I mean, it just skyrocketed, stabilized just a little bit. And they'll say, oh, the crime is going down. You know, we only had 524 carjackings when in, uh, in, in 20, 2019, you know, we had about 400, 400 less. But in homicides, 48. And Minneapolis is a city that's about the size of Boston population-wise. 600,000 or so. So 48 homicides, and it, it almost doubled in 2020, and it kept on going. It went down a little bit in 2022. But this is what happens when you don't have a police force, when you have police chief that doesn't have your back, when you have a mayor that doesn't have your back, a governor that doesn't have your back, and uh, the population at large uh, that doesn't have your, the police officer's back. And they interviewed a lady police officer who... Uh, you know, she loved her job. She loved doing what she did. And she she actually was crying in that. She just said it's such a different attitude. The city has changed. It's no longer the city that you can enjoy living in. There's fear and there's hostility. And that's because all because of the left-wing narrative that was a lie. And interestingly enough, this documentary has been out about a week and a half, just a few days ago. Derek Chauvin, who's in a federal penitentiary in Arizona, was brutally stabbed, and we don't know if he survived. He's, he's supposed to have been stable. I just checked today, but there's not a lot of information. Gee, I wonder if this has something to do with it, the fact that he can be he and his fellow officers can be totally exonerated by this uh, documentary. Uh, the Supreme, U.S. Supreme Court just denied his appeal. Uh, you know, I think they're afraid, well, if he gets out, there'll be more riots. So even though a, a potentially innocent person is in jail, uh, we have to, well, it's too bad, but hey, do we have to placate? So we have to placate the mob. Well, I tell you, you cannot ever placate the mob. So I, I strongly recommend The Fall of Minneapolis. I watched it when it came out. And again, it's the website is simply thefallofminneapolis.com. And it's a free online. They do ask for donations. It was a crowdfunded uh, video. So again, uh, I, I strongly recommend not only that you play it, but share it with other people, share it on social media, email it, get it to elected officials. That's where they should go all over the country and uh, let them talk about it. And you know that the leftists uh, in the media are going to, uh, you know, gaslight it. And that's fine because then, then more people will watch it and say, oh, they're still lying to us. Anyway, you've, um, I want to thank you, Camp Constitution. Please visit our website campconstitution.net.